Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. And here we go. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. Last week we had a great uh, Thanksgiving special. Hope you listened to that. But this week we're kicking it right back into rock splitting politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. Last week, President Trump, our commander-in-chief, he went to Afghanistan. Guess what? Doc Holliday went back to New Zealand a couple weeks ago. And if you remember a few months back, we had a show about New Zealand, the presidential election, because a presidential candidate running for the Democratic nomination, Marianne Williamson, said something about New Zealand. If you don't remember that, go back and listen to our archive shows. Go back and look in our archives. Check that out. But Doc Holliday went to New Zealand, went back because there was something that surprised me there uh, out in the middle of nowhere in a little town. Uh, a Trump 2020 sign uh, with a big American flag right in the middle of New Zealand. So what does that mean? What what do people in New Zealand think about Donald Trump? What do people around the world think about Donald Trump? Where do they get their information? Well, those are some things we're going to talk about in today's show, along with uh, some of the clips of President Trump doing a surprise visit to the troops in Afghanistan. So we got an interesting show, and it tells about what the world is thinking now and where where are we going as america where are we going so before we get to this interesting show let's talk about what happened last week about uh china that president trump signed a bill backing hong kong protesters it's anger in china now was this a good time to sign a bill backing the hong kong protesters well, you know President Trump has been in deep negotiations with the Chinese government about econ- economics and tariffs. And now he would sign a bill that is back in the Hong Kong protesters. Well, it passed handedly in the House and in the Senate, went to the president's desk. The president didn't blink an eye. What did he do? He signed the bill. So where does that uh, put Donald Trump? Well, it puts him squarely on the side of freedom. Now, we know when the, in the middle negotiations with the country of Iran and President Obama back a few years ago wanted so badly to get a deal with the Ayatollahs, the people in charge of Iran, that he tiptoed around when there were freedom fighters in Iran on the rooftops shouting for freedom he stood with the entrenched radical islamic leaders in iran he did not stand behind the protesters he did want he did not want to mess up his negotiations with iran and he put together a deal that thank goodness president trump backed out of because it was a deal and everybody warned 
President Obama then, they warned the Iranians. This is a deal by, it's not a treaty by the U.S. Senate, because it would never get through the Senate. It was not a treaty, and therefore it was easy for another president to do away with it. But going back to what President Obama did at, a t- at the time, he was afraid to rock the boat when he's trying to negotiate this big, important deal with Iran. And therefore, he let the freedom protesters be squashed. And the the cry for freedom Iran that had a lot of uh, support just it faded away. I hope it'll revive again. I hope Donald Trump signing this bill and letting the protesters in Hong Kong know that Americans are backing their protest for freedom. I hope it will give some strength to those in Iran who still desire to have a freedom, something they've never had in the last 40 years of uh, oppression by these uh, Islamic radicals. So that's the spirit of freedom that Donald Trump is backing up. Will it make negotiations with China tougher? Of course it will. But President Trump sees the spirit of freedom, the spirit that's in America's DNA to stand up for freedom, and that's what he's doing when he's draining the swamp. Well, he is backing freedom, even if it costs a deal with the Chinese. It lets the people around the world know that America backs freedom. Those who want to live free have hope when they look at America. So thank you, President Trump, for what you've done, standing up for the freedom fighters, protesters there in Hong Kong. And wow, wouldn't that be something if they said, hey, we want freedom and back off, big China. Wouldn't it be great if Hong Kong said, look, we don't declare our own independence. Uh, that would be probably a bridge too far, but it's hope. Hope is not lost in those who desire freedom, especially when America stands up for it. And thank you, Donald Trump, for showing the difference of what it means to stand up for those who are fighting and desiring freedom around the world. Now, <laughs> last week, what happened? President Trump did go to Afghanistan. And so many times he gets criticized by so many people. Why don't you go to Afghanistan? And he kept it secret. And when everybody thought he was going to do a phone call and talk to some troops from his uh, home in Florida. No, he was on the plane. Air Force One was jetting over to Afghanistan in a surprise move. And he ate Thanksgiving dinner for the troops. You listen to what he had to say. And he didn't get to eat all his Thanksgiving dinner. Just the mashed potatoes, he said. But let's play a little clip of President Trump speaking for our troops in Afghanistan. Take a listen to this. The Taliban wants to make a deal. We'll see if they want to make a deal. It's got to be a real deal, but we'll see. But they want to make a deal. And they only want to make a deal because you're doing a great job. That's the only reason they want to make a deal. So I want to thank you, and I want to thank the Afghan soldiers for really... uh, I've spoken to a lot of you today, and you say they're really fighting hard. I was very impressed with that, actually. So... I want to thank you. And General Milley, again, to be at Bagram Airfield. I've heard so much about it. It's an incredible place. This is some, some airfield, some fortress. Uh, I want to thank uh, all of the Afghan and troops. We have a lot of them here, actually. We have a number of them 
standing around, saying hello and waving, and we appreciate it. And I also say to you, just at ease, let's just enjoy ourselves for a couple of minutes. I'm going to introduce a few people. But there's nowhere I'd rather celebrate this Thanksgiving than right here with the toughest, strongest, best and bravest warriors on the face of the earth. You are indeed that. You know, uh, when I took office, if you can believe it, almost three years ago, we were uh, very depleted. Our military was depleted in terms of equipment, you see, right? They're all shaking their heads, that's right. We have all those brand new planes and brand new helicopters and brand new ships being built now, brand new incredible submarines, probably the most powerful submarines, probably the most powerful weapon in the world is what we're building, the form of submarines. Nobody's, nothing's even close. But we have things that nobody's seen, nobody's heard about, and we'll keep it that way. But we've spent two and a half trillion dollars, very close to that number, and uh, very shortly it'll be at two and a half trillion dollars. And while I don't love that, you know, what that does to my budget, because I'm a budget person, uh, we don't have a strong military budget, don't matter much, do they? Huh? I can have to worry about budgets. So with what's going on in the world today, very important, two and a half trillion dollars. And nobody uh, beats our great Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, Marines, and we think soon we're going to be adding a thing called space. You know about that, right? Space. We're going to have space covered very well. We're covering it now, but we have to cover it to a much greater extent. And you'll be hearing about that in the coming days and weeks. I've just come from serving Thanksgiving dinner to some of you. I recognize already some of you in the audience and with General Milley and the folks. And we had a good time. I then got down, I sat down, I had a gorgeous piece of turkey, and I was all set to go, and I had some of the mashed potatoes, and I had a bite of mashed potatoes. And I never got to the turkey, because General Milley said, come on over, sir, let's take some pictures. I never got to my turkey. It's the first time in Thanksgiving that I've never had anything <laughs> called turkey. But that's okay. Say, I told you President Trump didn't get all his turkey. He didn't get any of his turkey, just some mashed potatoes. But... He was glad to be there with our troops in Afghanistan, and you could tell by his voice he was fired up, and he was there with America's warriors, America's uh, troops who uh, fight for freedom and stand up and go to all the tough places in the world so that we can eat our Thanksgiving dinners with our families at home in America. We give thanks to our soldiers. We give thanks to those who are protecting america across the world and we are glad that president trump our commander-in-chief was in afghanistan with our troops on thanksgiving day so thank you mr president and thank you for encouraging our troops we thank you uh, troops all over the world for what you do for our country for our protection so that we can live free in fact we're talking about living free and there's countries around the world who live free and have a taste of freedom and the reason they do, because uh, countries like America are trying to protect the freedom around the world. And that's why today, I told you, we not only are talking about President Trump going in a surprise visit to visit our troops in Afghanistan, we have some uh, uh, reports from New Zealand. Now, why New Zealand? Well, why not? New Zealand is a, a peaceful country, sort of out of the way. Uh, you can't. 
you know, it's not in a major trade route. There's a lot of ships go there and a lot of trade, and they got a, a pretty good economy there in New Zealand. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that on the second half of the show. And we got some uh, interviews I'm going to put on with uh, uh, one man named David. There's a lady named Lisa. And uh, uh, play a couple of little quick interviews so you can hear the people from New Zealand and what they think about President Trump, as well as give you some insight. And the reason that's important is because around the world, people are looking at America. They're looking at Donald Trump. They get their news piped into them through um, uh, it's uh, filtered type news that only the liberal news really gets out and the uh, progressive liberal left wing news groups like CNN who hate President Trump these are the ones who are getting their news out into the uh, atmosphere around the world in fact it reminds me of when President Reagan was president, and I, I got to go on a trip to Europe and talk to some Europeans at the time. So I'm going to tell you about that on the second half of the show and play these interviews for you. Hang on and get ready for the second half of the show. Before we get there, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. Other great shows on Web Talk Radio. And I do want to remind you, we got archive shows. You can go back and listen to the archive shows so just go to doc holiday's rock splitting politics and you know have a list of the shows in the last few years but it's amazing where you can go by and look at the titles and see what's going on every you know even before president trump was elected you can go back and see how we uh carried out the campaign as far as uh covered that from the, from the hillary clinton and the trump camp and then even now i was hitting some on the democratic uh run for the nomination we'll be doing some more shows on that coming up in the future so take a listen to doc holiday's rock splitting politics tell your friends hey i think we got some new listeners in new zealand now how about that and we do have some listeners around the world i've told you before there's some in some of these countries who want more freedom they're listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics see how things are shaking and especially from the conservative point of view from the uh freedom point of view from the patriotic point of view and that's why i thought it's so important to talk about the courage it took for president trump in the middle of these negotiations with china to stand up for the hong kong protesters what courage and what determination and what faith in freedom can do so uh again thank you president trump for standing up for those who are standing up for freedom around the world now, I also want to remind you, we got friends, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Uh, we have friends that will encourage you, tell others about uh, about the show. And uh, we do have a book called Bedrock Truths. And if you live outside the United States, maybe you can get it through Amazon. But within the United States, you can uh, check out our website and order one of those books. We'll be glad to get one out to you. And there's some more books we have talking about the freedoms and the over the past few years, even back to Tea Party movement, we are got a few books left, and soon those will be closing out. So if you haven't got any of those books uh, that we've written over the years, be glad to get those out to you. And there come a time that uh, we won't have many left. So uh, go ahead and get those ordered if you haven't got one. Or get a copy for your friend if you do. But do get Bedrock Truth, written by Doc Holliday. Dr. Alveda King, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr., 
and also Dr. Alex McFarland, who put together this book about bedrock truth, what America stands on, and how important it is to stand strong on those bedrock truths. So uh, go to go just go to the website, click on the picture to cover the book there, or you can go to www.docholiday. Dot O-R-G. The Doc Holiday holiday spelled with two L's, H-O-L-O-I-D-A-Y. But go there, you can order that book. We'll be glad to get one out to you. Now, take a listen to this. Miss Mariah Carey kicking off of the uh, Christmas season right here on Doc Holiday's Rock Splitting Politics. Remind you, those who celebrate Christmas, that uh, it's time to also get gifts, and you can get that gift from Doc Holiday's uh, Rock Splitting Politics, uh, one of the books we recommend. So go and get some gifts to put under the tree. And now let me remind you that during the month of December, we've got a lot to look for impeachment. You know what? What are the Democrats going to do? They're going to keep pushing this, or they're going to cut their losses, or are they going to risk even more? Or will something come out about President Trump we haven't heard before? But we do know the Inspector General's report should be coming out in uh, next week sometime and talking about the misuse of the FBI and some improper techniques that were done, and even maybe some fraudulent documents that were forged we we don't know exactly so we're waiting to see what the inspector general says and who is going to have more in the news the inspector general or impeachment process or santa claus who knows uh, well <laughs> keep up with it right here doc holiday's rock splitting politics now i told you uh, if you listened to our show uh, three months ago we did go into new zealand because marianne williamson made the statement that if she was elected president of the United States on the Democratic ticket, if she got the nomination and got elected president, the first thing she'd do is call the uh, president of New Zealand and ask her and tell her that uh, the best place for a child to grow up is in the United States, not New Zealand. And we did a show about that. We went to New Zealand, and, you know, we talked to a lot of people, and we also uh, looked around New Zealand, never had been there before. It is a fantastic country, a great country, a country of so much potential. It's, uh, I don't know what the growth of their economy is, it, but they have so many farms, they got so many sheep, cattle, and uh, forestry products. They, they have uh, a great, peaceful environment there, and they're away from any, <laughs> they're not land connected to somebody for immigration trying to come in. They just have some good opportunities it's a great place to visit beautiful beautiful and not just the landscape but the people so we talked to some of the people and i wanted to know what did you you know i asked him what do you think about president trump i was trying to see what kind of slant and i knew it probably was and pretty much they get liberal news outlets for to get their news and so you can imagine so much because of the news that they get they a lot of them don't have a good idea of president trump although they do know 
that the American people are going to have to make a choice in an election coming up, and will President Trump be reelected? A lot of people are wondering what what is happening, and some of them are they don't understand impeachment, and they don't really know what is going on as much as Americans do about impeachment. And a lot of Americans don't care about impeachment because they don't think the president should be impeached, and those who think he's getting impeached think that's him getting kicked out but we know that doesn't mean that it only means it goes to a trial in the senate where it's very unlikely the president would ever be kicked out of office so what do people think about what it i told you it reminded me when in the 1980s when i just got out of dental school i did take a two-month uh backpacking trip to europe and i got to speak to several people and i never forget there's one young man he's from norway and he he didn't like Reagan. He said, Reagan is such a cowboy. You in America elect these cowboys like Reagan. And he comes over here and, and you know, he talks tough to the Russians. And then we have to live next to the Russians. They may be invading us. They may he, Reagan may start a war. They may invade us because of your cowboy president. And yet what Reagan did, he stood up tough to the Russians. And the Russians ran out of money. The Russians collapsed. The economy collapsed. It was made, uh, it was a bunch of promises that the people got tired of, that the promises never came to fruition. And communists, the Soviet Union, collapsed just a few years after Reagan left office because of the pressure that Reagan put on them. That's what strength can do. And yet the news media in Europe hated Ronald Reagan. The news media in America hated Ronald Reagan, but he stood up strong for freedom and principles, and that's where we see what President Trump is doing. And for what I compare it to the Reagan in Europe in the 1980s, for in the Europeans, so many of them did not like Reagan because of the picture portrayed by the the left-leaning press there and in America. Same thing, what the people around the world are getting to hear about Donald Trump is what the news, the way the news uh, talks about him and the way the news uh, puts the information in their head, which so much of it, unless they go on the Internet and look for something that's American news, they just don't hear anything other than what's spoon-fed them by the liberal left-wing presses. So, knowing that, I wanted to see what people had to say about Donald Trump. And overall, I think it's... To me, Trump sort of held his own, and I did tell you that there was a place when I went uh, back in August to, to uh, New Zealand in a little city, and I didn't know how to pronounce the name, like a P-O-P-O, is P-I-O, P-I-O is the name of a small uh, city, and on the way there, some citizen had in his pasture a New Zealand flag, an American flag, and a big sign said, Trump 2020, keep America great. So there was at least one Trump fan on you. But not only that, when you study different things around the world, there are people who feel like Donald Trump is speaking up and standing up strong against a swamp in America. We say drain the swamp. But there's people around the world who feel like no one's standing up strong for freedom. And they're looking at Donald Trump as one who will stand up for freedom. And that's, that's uh, I believe, somebody out there in the middle of this city. And I uh, went back, and I met a lady, and she is from 
this small city, and I didn't know how to pronounce it, so she told me it's pronounced Pew Pew. Uh, Pew Pew is how do you pronounce it. She said if local sometimes call it P10. So, but there, just before you get to that uh, small city, there is a sign. And when we went back, the sign's still up there. It didn't have a New Zealand flag by it. It was an American flag and a big sign saying uh, Trump 2020, keep America great. So there are people around the world who respect and like and want to see Donald Trump reelected in America. They want to see what the American people are going to do. But it may not even be a fan of Donald Trump. But there was a there was a restaurant there in Wellington. Wellington is the capital of New Zealand, sort of in the middle. Of the country is two big islands, and uh, at the south end of the North Island which would make it about the middle of the country, is the capital of Wellington. And I went there, and there's two places that spoke to a lot of people, and one is the Boat Restaurant. If you ever go to Wellington, right there in the harbor, the city, you can you find a restaurant, and there's a ship up there. It's called the Boat uh, Restaurant. Uh, we'll go there. they got great food, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And you can tell the owner, Mr. Vin, that you heard about it from Doc Holliday and orders a, a meal there great food but there i got to talk to a, a patriot of new zealand uh mr david so here's what david had to say about president trump thank you Ed. uh okay i'll qualify that can't talk for all new zealanders but for myself and a lot of my friends donald trump's a bit of an enigma to us he he is like a jekyll and hyde character where a lot of what he comes out with a lot of us can agree with some of the stuff he does is just we put our kids uh, give them time out for what he does <laughs> so, but on the whole you've got to admire somebody who's uh, raised himself up to a level where he's become multi-millionaire he's actually run for and won the presidency there's not a lot of people in any country who managed to do something like that so he's to be respected and applauded for what he's done we just hope that a lot of what he says doesn't come to fruition because we're all going to burn. But <laughs> he, he, on the whole, I'd say he's, he's a genuine person and he makes mistakes like the rest of us. And whether you vote him back in for another term, we're watching and with a lot of interest. <laughs> thank you, Ed. And thank you, David. And uh, I do appreciate David and many others speaking to me about President Trump and you how he ended up they are they are all watching america with great interest on what are we going to do will we re-elect donald trump or will we try to find a new president and so that's what makes this so interesting when you speak to people around the globe when they realize that the american people are in control and as much as the swamp wants to be in control, as much as some Democrats now in Congress like Nancy Pelosi or in the Senate with uh, Chuck Schumer, they want to be in control. But no, it's the American people who will decide who is the next president of the United States. So people around the world, just like David, are wondering how Americans are going to cast their vote in November of 2020. And some people are going, well, what if President Trump is impeached? Well, what if he's impeached? Uh, I believe the Republicans know there's not an impeachable offense this president's committed. Just like David said, there's some things that 
to him, it was like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. I wouldn't go that far to say that. But, he, you know, President Trump hasn't done everything the way I would do it and, and not any way a lot of people would do it. But he's doing it his way to try to drain the swamp, which is such a tough job to do. Let me play you. Uh, there's some, again, the press has colored this uh, President Trump in such a way as it makes a lot of women seem to hate President Trump. And yet he has so much women for Trump support here in America because people can in America can cut through and have other alternative means of hearing news so it's not so much propaganda that comes from the left-wing press. But take a listen to what this uh, couple of New Zealanders, they were there right outside of the Parliament building, had been meeting with some members of Parliament, asked them, there's a couple of ladies that spoke to me about President Trump. So let me play that clip for you right here. <laughs> and, and, and it feels just what your heart wants to say. Nobody, you know, nothing. We, we just, I want to hear from your heart. What, what do you, well, from what you hear, what do you think about United States President uh, Donald Trump? Um, I feel like he's not um, leading the country well. Like, yeah, because there's been a lot of controversy and a lot of things going on since he's been in lead. Um, but yeah. Oh, thank sorry. you. Sorry. Thank you for sharing so, your thoughts. Sorry, there's so many like, things, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Sorry, that's all I could. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, um, hopefully I don't get shot or anything. No. No, <laughs> press, freedom of everybody. Yeah. That's where everybody can speak your mind. Well. Be safe. Yeah, you, you guys too enjoy New Zealand. Oh, thank you. Definitely. How long are you here for? Uh, we got to leave Sunday, uh, Sunday morning. So. Oh, okay. We're flying out. We started in Auckland, came down here, and then we'll fly out. Oh, you've out got the lovely here. weather. It's supposed to so. be our summer. Well, that's what we, we were hoping to get some of the good weather. You would have got some yesterday, but today. Would you mind saying anything? Would you like to say something? Okay, I'll say something. And, uh, and, and tell me your name. Lisa. Lisa. We have Lisa here at the steps of the Parliament, Parliament in, Wellington. in Wellington, New Zealand. And uh, Lisa's going to just tell us what she thinks about uh, Donald Trump, uh, President of the United States. The way that he treats indigenous women is not right. That's not what we're about. We are women of value, women of strength. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. <laughs> I wanted to hear from uh, some of the people in New Zealand because how do they feel about President Trump? And you can see especially uh, the two ladies I had on didn't have a lot of uh, good comments to say about President Trump. But if you heard the news that they, they have to listen to night after night, they they get a skewed view of Donald Trump. They don't understand what it means when we say drain the swamp. They don't they don't understand what it means to st when we're talking about standing up for freedom and standing up for American principles and conservatism. And this president uh, has. So I did want to hear that. I want you to hear that from Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics. And I'm glad that we got back to New Zealand. Didn't think we would do that. But I thought it's important for you, our listeners, to know what are people thinking about President Trump around the world. He was in Afghanistan with a surprise visit to our troops. And we were in New Zealand and went back and talked to some people again about President Trump. And this is what I can say. People around the world have their eyes on President Donald Trump. And you know, just about a month ago, I had my arm around the president, President Donald Trump. And I told you in that situation, I felt impressed to, to pray for President Trump and ask others. And I would say that people even around the world, only Americans are going to reelect or get another 
president in office. Only American citizens can make that decision. But everybody around the world can pray for President Donald Trump. And if you're a Christian, we've talked about in the, in the scriptures of the Bible, it says pray for those in authority above you. Americans should pray. We're required to pray. But I'm asking Christians around the world and people around the world to pray for President Trump. You don't have to, don't have a requirement to, but I ask you to because he needs a prayer. I know that because when I had my hand around the president, that's what has impressed on me. Pray for this man. He needs your prayers. So that's how I end up this show and Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics. One week after Thanksgiving, glad to have... Um, Everybody listening to us and looking forward to the shows going forward. Thank you for our new listeners, some from New Zealand. Thank you for tuning in. And we will have another show next week on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHoliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.